You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. All right, good day, everybody. This is Ryan here with Business Stories, and I'm excited to bring on today's guest, Andrew Erskine with First Choice Business Brokers in Houston, Texas. He's here to talk about the process the planning and the fun that goes along with buying and selling businesses as a business broker. Andy, thank you for being here. Ryan, thanks for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. So talk to me, well, talk to all of us about your background with this particular role you're in. Okay. So, you know, business brokerage is still, you know, a relatively new concept to me. i like the rest of the world, I think a lot of us never knew, or what, even if we heard about the concept of a business broker, never really internalized what that meant. We know commercial real estate brokers, we know residential real estate brokers, but a business broker, who's that? We know franchise brokers for, you know, for all of this. And this was a strategy that Bob Gap and I decided to take on towards the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. We, you know, our background obviously was consulting with companies that used franchising as a growth strategy. And we loved what we did. Um, it really has become a commodity these days. And that's okay. Um, you know, everybody has the right to, to provide their services to anybody for any price that they want. But we needed to diversify our revenue streams. And it was really to focus on a personal lifestyle choice than it was anything else in the world. We didn't want to spend 120, 150, 200 days on the road overseas to facilitate our clients' needs. And one of our biggest goals was to, you know, serve and improve the communities in which we live. And so we came across the first choice business brokerage opportunity. It was completely random. Bob brought the concept to me. I was, I pushed back for a while, honestly, I really did. I I didn't quite understand the concept, but once I really started going through the franchise development process with first choice and started talking to some of the other franchisees, I understood what business brokers did and the value that they brought to the community in which they serve. And so what we do, you know, our our mission is to help people achieve their personal and professional goals. And as business brokers, the way that we do that is we educate those who want to sell their business on what the process is, what their business is likely to sell for, but they're just one side of the equation. The other equation, the other side of it is the the buyers. Oftentimes buyers, whether they're looking at a a franchise startup, a franchise resale, or just a mom and pop location, they oftentimes have never been a business owner and never have bought a business in their lives. So we have to educate them on what the buying process looks like and what it entails, whether there is SBA lending, whether there's seller financing, or if it's a cash deal, and what might be the best option for them. Right, right. So 
if we look at the, I mean, there's two sides of the coin, right? You've got the buyers and you have the sellers. So let's look at the seller side. How do you prepare for this process and what, what are some of the, the, the major things you need to know and be aware of out there? Can you say that a little differently so I can? Sure. Grasp I mean, if bit. you're in the position of a seller, let's say you, you, let's say you own a business and you want to sell. Um, what, I guess I know there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it, but what are the main things you need to be, I guess, prepared for, or at least yeah. understand on a basic level to, to accomplish I, that? Gotcha. Okay. So I would, <clears throat> on both sides of the coin, it's an education process, right? But what business owners need to realize is there are steps that they can take when they start their business and they're growing their business that make it a more sellable asset. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes people do sole proprietorships and the only time they're, you know, submitting their finances is to the IRS. And a lot of times that's not enough information to, to really understand the economics of the business. It, if you ever have thought about a tax return and you looked at a sole proprietorship, they don't have the government doesn't care about a balance sheet. And, you know, the, the, the P and L for, for that matter was created by the government so that we could, so that individuals and entities could be taxed. Yeah. That was create the idea of a profit and loss statement was the brainchild of the US government and other governments out there. So what we want to think about is when you are a business owner in and for liability reasons, even if you're not planning on selling your business, you want to hire and retain the right professional to help you determine what is the right entity structure, whether that's an LLC, maybe it is the sole proprietorship. I don't know, but there's S corp, there's C corp, and there's, right. uh, there's limited partnerships. It yeah. depends on your tax liabilities that you want. It depends on how you're going to pay yourself as the owner. It depends on the industry that you're in. And there's a few other factors that really go into that. And we oftentimes see that people just never went down the road of creating that legal entity. And it makes it very difficult for somebody to sell their business in the future. That's just one. And maybe yeah. I talked too much about that one. No, no, that's, that's definitely clear and understandable. Great. And that's, so that's more on the, we're talking more on the seller side, right? Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. the seller side. Right. Okay. And so you, um, you know, you had talked about a specific earlier, we talked about a, a specific story that you had of a, of a client you worked with, a woman you said. So uh, tell us a little bit about that, what happened there. Yeah. So let, let's say that my client's name is Anne. Yeah. Anne had a sick father and found out that due to her hectic work schedule and the services offered at the time, there was no way for her father to get, he wasn't able to drive and there was no other family member that was able to drive. And so she saw a gap 
in the services provided to the sick and elderly to get to their their doctor's appointments. Right. And there is an industry out there that is so segmented and it's called non-emergency medical transport. Most mm-hmm. non-emergency medical transport businesses are a single owner, single vehicle. Yeah. So what she was able to do is she built a non-emergency medical transport business from scratch in 2018 to meet the needs of not only her father, but the needs of others knowing that this was a pain point. Whether your your elderly or sick family member lived in the same city or state, or you had a job that you couldn't take off to take your your mom to dialysis, that needed to be done. And right. insurance will pay for that. Mm-hmm. And nobody really knows this. So she created a company around this. She started out with one van and now Anne has 46 vans. Wow. Yeah. That's you know, crazy. Four That's years great. later, four years later, okay, 46 vans. And they went from just under $500,000 in gross revenue their first year to over, they're projected to do almost 2.6 this year. Wow, that's great. And, you know, she is a very intelligent individual and has a consulting business that she really wants to focus on. Non-emergency medical transport was kind of a haphazard, you know, just golden nugget that she had created, you know, shooting from the hip and created this beautiful business that she just couldn't give it the resources, i.e. her time to, to grow it to the next level. So she reached out to us and we were able to help her find a buyer that is paying her for something that last year did about 1.6 million in gross revenue with you know, profit with net income somewhere in the $250,000 range, you know, it's a cash deal for $800,000. And she is uh, going to be able to go back and work on her consulting career, which is her true joy and passion. And so that's, you know, today, (laughs) this deal is closing. So it's really exciting. She's super happy. We're happy that she is able to move on and the buyer's are that that type of group that look at this opportunity and say, look, we can take this to 5 million. And so it was the perfect match. It doesn't always happen that way, but this was the absolute perfect match in this scenario. That's, I mean, that's great. That's an inspirational story because, you know, I never, I never thought you always think of, you know, emergency transport as, you know, people get picked up in an ambulance during an unfortunate situation, you know, or an emergency situation, especially elderly people. But you don't think about the people that need transport just for everyday things that they can't do themselves. So that's, that's interesting. And that's a great concept. Um, So let's kind of let's, let's turn it around a little bit and talk about how you use systems to enable your success working with these people you're working with you know client tether can we talk a little bit about prior to prior to using the system and then what it's like now yeah of course yeah 
So this is obviously a sticky point for me yeah. or a pain point. I think we're on client tether has been our fifth or sixth CRM implementation. Yeah. Yeah. From, I, th I think we started out with pipe drive. We went to brand wide. We went to Zoho. We went to another Zoho system yeah. and we said, look, the team the issue is, you know, emotions and change matters to your team. Right. And the changing over to Zoho was not well perceived in our office because nobody had any input on that decision. And that was because it was provided by the franchisor. Um, I truly understand why they didn't like the implementation. I, I personally don't like the system either. Yeah. Um, so we had to find something that was user-friendly and our team member at the time, uh, she had reached out and said, look, I talked to Ryan and I did a, a demo and this is the best darn system I've ever seen. And I said, you know, I've been, I know Ryan, I've known Ryan for five years, if not yeah. longer. I mean, it's probably been longer at this point. <laughs> yeah. but, so we, we looked at the system and, you know, we were, we and we still are to a certain degree. We're we we like Google Sheets for some reason. We don't like Excel anymore. At least Google Sheets, so we can share it with with people. But I mean, for us, the Google Sheet and the Excel documents, sending it back and forth before client tether was an absolute mess. And being able to create the pipeline in client tether. It allows me to go in to the system and see where all of our clients are. Yeah. No matter which business broker is working in our office, I know where they are in the process. And I don't have to look at spreadsheets. I don't have to, you know, send an email, call somebody. Hey, did this person sign a non-disclosure agreement? Hey, have you received their financials? It's updated in there immediately by our team. And right. what we also like is some of the lead sources that we have it <clears throat> that information is automatically inputted into the, the client tether crm which is it's a game changer right and right. <clears throat> what i love about it and i know some of the crm well most of the crms do this now is you can email through the system right um you know personally i'm you know my team members are much better at that than i am I'm still, still, I'm still transitioning. Yeah. But what I love about client tether is the text messaging. That is yeah. a game changer. You know, business brokerage is an industry. If you can, I don't even know if it, you, you can call it an industry, but we're so antiquated and old school. Everything has to be done in this analog fashion. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in 2021. Let's, Let's be the differentiators. Let, let's use SMS. Let's use the email. Let's use all of the, the technology to streamline our processes. And at the end of the day, make our clients happier. Right. I don't think And one of the things I always tell people is they don't realize the little things that take up so much time, right? Mm -hmm. Like writing out an email that you send out all the time takes time. If you have a templated email, you just click and send it. And it's, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. So it's it's faster. And you don't realize, even though it might take you an extra few minutes to do something, those minutes add up over time. And 
next thing you know, you're spending hours of your week doing stuff that could be automated or mm -hmm. streamlined. So, and yeah. you know, to add to the client tethers usability and user friendliness yeah. is if we need to update our pipeline, there's not an email to support that we need to add another step in our pipeline. We can go in and do that ourselves in 15 seconds. Yeah. If for some reason we determine we need to add another step or delete another step based on, you know, the last week's experience, we can do that very quickly. And that's what I love about it is I can work and get, don't get me wrong. I am no, I am not tech savvy. I really am not. I'm, I'm old school when it comes to that. And I'm, it's a pain point for me to learn this, right. but I can go in there and update my pipeline whenever I want. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's great. Quick. It's quick. It's quick. Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. And you, and you've been happy with our support too. You've, you've had all the support. And, and oh, I love Kurt and uh, uh, y'all's other team member. I forgot what her name is. Shay, yeah. Shay, she has uh, introduced us some to some new technology. What's cool with what Client Tether does is uh, you guys come out with new features that you know because business brokerage in in the Client Tether system is relatively unique. Yeah. But you know there are pieces that come out that are tailored towards you know the typical service. Uh, industry that are very beneficial for us. And I know our competition doesn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, good, Andrew. So people may have questions for you. Um, there's a lot that you do and a lot that you know. So um, before I let you go, where, where can people find you specifically to, to talk to you if they have interest in business ownership or in selling a business? Yeah. And uh, let's add to that franchise resales. If you don't have a franchise real resale department in your uh, franchise or uh, system, you know we are we are very good at doing that. Uh, you can reach us at Andy A N D Y at F C B B Frank Charlie Bravo Bravo dot com. Okay. Or seven one three four hundred seven six six three, or you can reach us at I'm going to read out the website. It's pretty long and I apologize for that. Houston TX businesses for sale.com. Okay. And we would love to talk to anybody and everybody, whether you just want to know what your business is worth or you're considering buying a business, what does it look like? What are the different options? We're more than well willing to educate people. And guess what? We're in Houston, but we work in over 30 cities. 30 states across the country, and we're trying to get to all 50. And if I can't help you, one of our other 50 franchisees can. That's great. Well, Andy, thank you so much for the information, the kind words, and for being a client of mine all these years. It really means a lot. So I hope we can continue to help each other find success. And I hope you can get some success from this podcast. Um, so thanks again, and, and have a great rest of your week. Well, Ryan, I, I greatly appreciate the opportunity. And if anybody ever needs a referral for client tether, I'm here. Thank you so much. Ryan. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.